Welcome to the Farm Yarns Podcast, where we rip off the filters and get stuck into some topics. Have something you want said? Let us know by email farmyarns at farmsofice.com.au. There'll be some of these, but there'll also be some of these. G'day and welcome to this week's Farm Yarn, where we find out a bit more about our guests behind the audio. Find out what motivates them, scares them a little bit, but who inspires them and what drives them ultimately to do what they do in Australian agriculture. This week, pretty bloody exciting to have Daniel Mortimer on, um, mainly because he played for the Chooks and that was the key attraction. And he's also a local boy here in the Central West. You can find him at Mortimer Wines on Burundong Way, um, working within their vineyards to bring you the best wine from the region and from Australia as well. It's a fine drop, just like this episode. It's a fine drop as well. So let's get into this farm yarn. The blue lights are on, Matt. Uh, yep. Ready? Filled up my wine as well. What's that? Filled up my wine Yeah, as well. it always looks better for the... Uh... <laughs> Very good. Mate, well, Daniel, we had you on Farms Wise podcast, learning everything about the vineyard here. But we want to know who's Daniel Mortar, where do you come from, what inspires you, motivates you, so welcome to Farm Yards. Thank you. Great to have you here. Well, grateful to be here as well, more <laughs> so it's your place now. Um, your morning routine, tell me what was it with footy and now what is it in ag? Yeah, uh, footy sort of depended on the day and, and um, I guess it's like this, you know, it's a bit seasonal as well. Yeah. Um, you know, my, my game day preparation looked a lot different to my, my day off and my training days. So yeah. um, I guess you've got to plan your week out and, and um, adapt to the day, um, you know, as, as fit. But, yeah, look, game, game day, for example, I'd, I always used to take it nice and easy and wake up and always have a bit of a late brekkie because I'd, I wouldn't eat lunch. I didn't like to eat yeah, too same. close to the game. So yeah. when there was footy, I used to get up and go for a walk and just get the legs moving, get a bit yeah. of blood flowing, then have a late, bigger brekkie. And even with, even if it was a night game, like an eight o'clock game, uh, I found it really hard to have anything after twelve. Yeah. Just yeah, nerves and just the uh, just wouldn't sit well in my in my stomach. So I'd have a banana or something for the arvo. But um, yeah, that was sort of game day um, plan. And then yeah, my days here. Um, I've got two little girls at home that um, you know, they decide what time wake up is in the house. Can so you <laughs> yeah, so they'll come knock on the door and yeah, it's um, my wife usually does the night shift. Yep. Uh, if they wake up, and I'll do the early morning shift. So yeah, yeah. Be, yeah but I enjoy it. that's my time with the girls. That, that it's just me and them. And um, when do you start drinking wine on farm? What what's the time that you're allowed to have a wine? Oh, look, whenever. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, obviously when there's stuff to do. You know, yep. you, you enjoy it a lot more at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, and even with our tasters, um, you know, we're a family operated cellar door. Um, usually on clothes. Every day we'll pour ourselves a, a wine and, and sit down with the last of our tasters. We've got to taste it, right? Enjoy, enjoy yeah. the afternoon. Yeah, yeah, so it's a nice social thing to do. And, and you know, our our visitors to our cellar always love the fact that we you know, we can sit down and have a glass of wine with them and, and talk yeah. through it. And you know, it's that it's that family feel that you know you don't get everywhere. Yeah, and, it was probably just the same connection of what you and I are having. You're that yeah. close, and you're the you're working in the vineyards every now and then. And it's even better that story for being a family as well. I think. It is, yeah. I mean, people buy into the, to the feeling, and it really is. I mean, we, we, we saw this. You know, this farm was was bare when when Dad bought it, and yep. you know, it's it's he's put a lot of work in over thirty years. But 
you know, you look around and you realise it's uh, it's paid off. It's um, yeah. And it's nice to see Dad enjoying himself more now than you know. Now that with me coming on the business as well, it's enabled him to step back a bit, um, get back into his vineyard. You know, our fruits probably look the best in a number of years because he's been able to give it that time again. Yeah. And yeah, he's starting to plan a few more little holidays and stuff, which he can never do. Yeah. Um, getting away, but you know, with me here, it's, it's freed him up a little bit, which is nice. It's a nice feeling for myself too. Beautiful. A little bit off topic, but Ian Hindmarsh just called me. Because um, he's a dairy farmer. He is, yeah, so, Caraway. Yeah. Caraway, yeah. Um, so I'll have to get back onto him. Yeah. I rang him yesterday and he didn't pick up, but I'll <laughs> ring him again later. Yeah. Um, in 60 seconds, tell me your favourite memory on farm. Was it recently or was it 20 years ago? Oh, probably uh, growing up with, with mates. Um, you know, having a vineyard and having a farm, you'd always, your mates would always want to come and, and stay. And yeah. so we'd light a fire down at the pump shed, down on the dam. Yep. And we spent many many weekends down there just in swags around the fire um swagging the best. sneaking a few beers um and when they ran out sneaking a few a wines few too. Wise, yeah. yeah but it was only when the beer ran out at that yeah. age so um <laughs> yeah. but yeah look yeah look great memories as kids yeah. um we all yeah we, you know it was it was a very social place for myself my brothers and yeah. all our mates and we all enjoyed it for what it was did you ever get the footy boys like when you were playing professional footy out here i did yeah so yeah. When I first came through SG Ball, um, which is under 18s for yep. the Eels, um, we used to have a Sunday lunch at, at different mates' places. And one day I was like, like it's my turn, let's go. And they all came out, or a lot of them did. And I wasn't sure whether I was being polite or, but then, you know, every buy for the next two years, they were always, they'll hit me up saying, let's go out, let's go out to your farm. So obviously they enjoyed it. And um, 2011, I think, the whole Parramatta Eels team came out here. We had a little, a little, um, like a pre-season thing? Or yeah, yeah, just a yeah. pre-season get-together, yeah. So we yeah. did a bit of training. We did a signing session in town. And um, and we all just sipped on swags down, down at the fire there. And there was um, a few of the boys got stuck into the wine. And it was like a, in the morning, it looked like a massacre. There were just bodies bodies everywhere. So yeah. a lot of the boys were used to drinking beer. Yeah, um, yeah. So they drink wine like they drink beer. And it um, obviously caught up with them. Well, and wine tastes great. Yeah, it catches up with you. And you're like, oh, shit. Yeah, well, yeah you're After. looking at 13% alcohol versus, you know, yeah, yeah, four or five percent in a beer. So yep. when you drink it like beer, it'll 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 let you know. Fantastic. And the most influential person in your life, who's that been for you? Yeah, oh, look, it's dad easily. Yeah, yeah. yeah just um, obviously followed his footsteps in in more than one career now, but always looked up to him. Um, he's a very hard worker, um, but somehow always had time for yep. family as well. So yep. like I said, nice. he, he's established this. We'd come home from school and. We all complained about working as kids, but he'd, yeah. be, he'd be out till 8.30 as, you know, as long as he could see. Yeah. Um, so, but then always had time to coach us in footy, uh, run us around, so. Yeah, it would have been a full schedule. It was, yeah, yeah, yeah five boys, and we're all yeah. doing our own things, we're all busy kids, and um, obviously establishing the winery as well. It's not, yeah. It wasn't doing as well back then, it was establishing as it is now, so. Yeah. That's why it is nice to see him rewarded now, but um, yeah, it's, uh, and obviously footy, you know, he's, um, he and his brothers through the 80s were, yep. were the reason why I played. Yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, being able to emulate his career somewhat. Um, and maybe even surpass it, maybe. Yeah, I like to think so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, he'll yeah. disagree. Yeah. So, before we move on, who do you think your old man's most influential person is because you were after him? <laughs> yeah, look, probably his dad, I'd say. Yeah. yeah that's a good um, guess. It was. Yeah. That's, it was, yeah. There you go. He's, um, you know, pop and... You know, Pop was a huge influence on my life too. He, he yeah. passed away when I was about 15. Probably my number one footy fan that I've ever had, um, even as a kid. 
Yep. Um, it was a shame that he never got to see me play that level, but he was my biggest um, fan uh, for footy. And once again, like Dad, um, just very, very hard worker, but uh, family came first always. So, yeah, look, Dad's Dad, I think, emulated Pop in his character and his work ethic. Yep. And I'm trying to do the same with my dad. Beautiful. And a myth you'd like to debunk about agritourism. Now you've been back for three years or so. What's yep. that for you? What um, do people say that you think's completely wrong? Ah, oh, it's a hard one. Look, one thing that you I find with wine as well is yep. a lot of different people walk through the cellar door and you can never really prejudge too much. You, you get the odd, you know, hands paid to come through and you, you, you've got to know what they're there for. Yep. But you'll get, you know, a bloke pull up in a, in a $200,000 Jaguar and he'll, he'll do a tasting and try and impress his wife and walk away and pay $10 tasting, which surprises you every now and then. And yep. then you'll see some, you know, blokes rock up in a beat up old van and, and they'll, uh, they'll take you know, a couple of cases home. So every, you know, just every now and then there's a good lesson that don't, uh, you know, it's a good lesson in life, but don't, don't be too quick to judge. And I've found that with our wine customers. Yeah. Um, a lot of our... Um, and a lot of our members, they're just country people that, that love a good drop. And wine gets a bit of a name for being pretentious, but it's, it's not at all. The people who work the wine and a lot of the people who drink the wine um, are not that at all, which, uh, yeah, which is a bit of a myth, I think. Yeah, that's, that's a good one to bust in. Like, I don't know how repeatable that would be too for others coming on, but yep. are you a red or a white person? Um, yeah, I, I, uh, I tend to drink more white after a big day. It's just um, a lot easier to go down. Yep. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I, I love nothing more than a good red um, yep. after you know cracking a bottle and um, and sitting down with with or without food. But just uh, yeah, I'll drink wine usually through the week and yep. enjoy a good week uh, red on the weekend. But yeah, I enjoy the red probably more. But drink more wine. If that well, it's makes a nice sense. day today, but coming winter, a bit more red. Yeah, really absolutely. Yeah, we, we see that in the in the cellar door. Our, our whites and our sparkling especially moves really well in in yep. spring and summer. And just this time of year, autumn and winter, the reds, just the sales start to go through the yep. roof. So you can see that seasonal um, yeah. approach in the, in the Good sales. stuff. And within agriculture, you might pull a few things from professional footage here, but mental health plays a huge role in what we, our day-to-day -day routine, we don't usually get to see all the services for people further out west and everything. But like, how do you take time for you to make sure that you're sort of firing in all cylinders, ready to play each and every day? Yeah, well, that was... Um, I've been sort of lucky. That was something that was quite big in, in the NRL. Yeah. So, you know, I, I sort of learnt to, that self-care and, and, and preparing yourself as w best. What you did they recommend? Like, you would have had a team psych or something? Yeah, you had team psychs. And, and we did workshops on, on mental yeah. health. And look, I, and look, I've been fortunate. I, I know a lot of people who suffered mental health. I, I've never. Um, but still getting those good habits of looking after yourself, yeah. asking for help when you need to. Um, you know, we all need, we all need to do that at stages. Some people are good at it. Um, men and countrymen tend to be quite bad at it. Yeah. Um, but I feel like it is it is getting better. Um, yeah. You know, men are starting to share, and and we're talking before how a lot of farmers they live in their own little world, and and they they bear they bear the whole weight of of their world on their shoulders. When yeah. um, you know, maybe if they were to talk and communicate a bit better, they'd realise that not only they can share things in common but 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 help each other as well so yeah it's something that um yeah i've got a pretty but it's all balance balance yep. for me so I, I always take time for my kids um you know sunday monday is my weekend so yep. um dad works at silver sunday i'll take sunday off and then monday is my 
family day we call it yeah, yeah. where i'm just i'd plan nothing for monday it's it's family yeah yeah so yeah it's just that balance you know we can all get bogged down doing the one thing way too much you need that balance in life yeah, absolutely and yeah great to see that sort of comes through in footy and you brought that across but talking of footy do you yep. miss it I do, yeah. Look, there's things that I miss and there's things that I don't. Yeah, yeah. Do you miss the boys, like the camaraderie. Oh, yeah, the, the lifestyle's like, great. It's yeah. uh, like pre-season's not like you, you know, pre-season. You just every day waking up getting flogged. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's tough. Like in every, I nearly retired. I think every pre-season, <laughs> halfway through. Is it pre-season. actually is pre-season actually that bad? It, yeah, it's it's very tough. You just yeah. you know you're getting because through the season you, they're not. In all clubs, you don't look to make improvements through the season. You look to just maintain that fitness or that strength. So. Yeah. Pre-season, that three months is all about building your base. You, you, you'll never run faster than you do in, in round one. It, you'll never be stronger than you do. Yeah, so it's all yeah, about right. getting that base and there's no game to sort of... Um, you know, so really like the game play is your ball skill and yeah. then all the mental fatigue, fitness... Yeah, yeah mental fatigue, before. fitness, you know, yeah, all, all that needs to be done in pre-season because it's very hard in season to do it. There'll be a buy where you top up on your fitness or your strength, but um, in general, it's... Um, yeah, yeah, but the, you know, the lifestyle in in seasons great because you you're playing games. You um, there's a fair bit of downtime as well yep. um, to do things you like. Yep. Um, but uh, yeah, look, I, and I miss the lifestyle, um, and I miss the adrenaline rush. It's hard to yeah. replace that. Yeah, um, you know, I've been fortunate enough to play it, you know, a couple of times in front of sort of eighty plus thousand people, and yeah, that's that's hard to emulate on the winery, but. Um, there's something you'll pr- like cherish and yeah, remember it for a while. Yeah, yeah, it's something that it's it's done. It's you know you let it go, but you still you still think of it fondly. Um, do, you yeah. do, do your girls know that you're a footy player? Uh, no, they're three and one at the moment, yeah. so they're a bit young for that. But uh, yeah, look, they they see so a bit of memorabilia around. Yeah, I, I've sort of got big bags in the um of of my old kit yeah. in the in the garage. That I haven't really hung up or anything, but there, there'll be a day when I will. But. Yeah, well, great stuff and. Getting a little bit deeper now. Yeah. What's your deepest fear? What do you fear the most? Um. We're dying young. Yeah. You know, I want to. I want to be able to see where this goes. I want to see my daughters grow up. It's. Yeah. You hear a lot of tragedies. Um. Yeah. I. I want. I want to live a, a long and fulfilling life. And I know it'll be fulfilling. Yeah. But also want it to be long. I don't want to go. Yeah. I'm yeah, not yeah. in any rush to go. So. Yeah. Yeah. Dying young. I think. Yeah. I think that's like a lot of people's. Like I, we see it all the time. Like a mate of a mate died on this Burundong yeah, road. Yeah, we, we all know. Um, yeah. Driving home after a wedding one. like, But he went to bed at 8.30 or something. Yeah. Um, it, you just never know, hey. No, you don't. You don't. And, um, you know, dad's brother's quite sick, Steve. Yeah. He's in he's in full-time care with dementia. And, um, yeah, he's not, he's not very well. And, you know, that's only been sort of a five-year process or really like a, a two-year process of, of where how much he's declined. But, yeah, that's been a bit of a... Remind that a dad and his brothers that, that life is fragile and you got to yeah. you got to enjoy it and yeah. But we may or like we it's probably a good thing we do have these reminders, hey. You do. Rather than just go through fearlessly, yeah. Um, Plough on ahead. Yeah, and I, I was young and a bit fearless and did some stupid things too. But uh, you know, I think as soon as kids come along and you know, I've, I've got to be more uh, responsible for yeah, not just myself anymore. So yeah, yeah look that yeah that'll be my biggest fear. I'm, I'm not I want to live a long life. Yeah, well well put. Next five years, Daniel Mortimer, what's he most excited about? Yeah, um, look, just taking more learn, just learning. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm doing a, you know, a, a cert two in, in wine next week, and you yeah. know, there's just so many different Who's ab- that avenues to learn. Uh, Westset, so it's a yeah. wine spirit um, education cool. training, I think. Yeah, 
Um, it's quite a. It's sort of going back to back to study days. It, yeah. Yeah. Um, a three day course, but they're sort of like you have to do twenty hours of study before. So, putting the head back in the books, which has been a bit hard, but um, it's much nicer though when you sort of want to learn that book. Yeah. You want to improve this. Yeah, exactly. Runway. Yeah, and it all and there's a lot of opportunities for young people in the wine game. Um, there's a lot of funding through the DPI um, yep. recently that um, they're finding not a whole lot of young people are getting into the wine game, um, apparently. So they're starting to fund courses and workshops and that to try yep. fast track that learning. Um, I'm fortunate growing up in a winery, I, I know. But yeah, it's... Um, so yeah, look, that's so I'm just just and learning, learning the uh, learning the business as well. You know, I, I've you know footy and PE teaching. I haven't really had that business training. Yeah. Um, and there's nothing like coming into a family business where you you see the books, you see the budgets. Dollar, dollar. Yeah. It doesn't it doesn't have to take me five year, five or ten years at some firm to work my way up to that level. You know, I'm, I'm yeah. sort of all over the business now, um, and that's the best way to learn, like anything. Yeah, definitely. Uh, we cut out before because you had to go see the. Um, your customers, but what would be your one piece of funds advice from the last episode that you'd like to pass on, maybe to footy players even looking in to get yeah. into ag after life? Yeah, look, just just got to throw yourself into it like anything. Yeah. You know, it, there's, and like anything, there's there's really tough times and there's, there's shitty jobs that you got to do. You yeah. know, like pruning is one that we dread all year, but it's just got to be done. Yeah. Um, but as I mentioned before, it, um, it makes it more enjoyable when you're sitting down there with a glass on a nice afternoon. And you know that work that's gone into the wine that you're drinking. So, um, yeah, just dive into it. You know, take it as a challenge. Take the take the hard jobs as a challenge. Yeah. And then take time to enjoy the good the good stuff, yeah. which is all around. The apple or even the grape doesn't fall far from the vine. With you and the old man, yeah. different different episodes, but they're quite similar in okay. nature. <laughs> Tell us something that the audience may not know about you. Um. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm one of five boys. I'm number four. Um, we've got a few. Um, you know, I, I had a little uh, dabble at guitar, and I, you know, I love my music. I also love poetry. I, I Who do like, you like? You're, you were a footy player. Who do you go for? Now? Yeah, that's a good question. I get asked that a lot because uh, I I was a doggies fan growing up. Yeah. Went to the Roost. Went to the Eels. I just that didn't even look at the dogs jersey anymore. Yeah. I was Eels, and then I went to the Roosters and had success there. So. I still got a soft spot for the roosters and, and yeah. eels in particular, um, but the only time now that I watch footy as a fan and actually yell at the TV is State of Origin. Yeah. So if I was say if I support a team, I'd say the Blues. Yeah, yeah, that that's a good one. And yeah. Very neutral there in the middle. Yeah. Is, um, Angus Crichton is actually I think he's from uh, what? Young. Young. Young, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So like he's got a bit of a farming background there, so we might have to track him down. Yeah. As well. Yeah. Um, there's a few. There's a few players out you know this way that, that are doing great things um you know, obviously Birdo and, and Isaiah Yeo Birdo, yeah Birdo's killing I I played footy with Isaiah yeah he, yeah he was one or two one under us and yeah like he bypassed yeah. us and went and played first grade yeah yeah Sims yeah. five tries sort of yeah blows. yeah he's just that always that yeah he's a, he's a very good player but it's paying off now the, the Panthers have put time into the Central West yeah and um yeah how long was that burn though eh? like we yeah. sort of saw it like all our mates if they were good at footy, they went to Panthers. Yeah, yeah. Um, some was, didn't make yeah. it, some made it. But yeah. like that was years ago, SG yeah. Ball. It's, it's, and it's now they're in there. There's a lot of good young players um, coming through the Penrith. And, and they, like, they won the ball. The, yeah. the, the, they all won pretty much every, all the junior grades. Yeah. They're going to be scary, but it's, good it's to because see. they put the time in. Yeah. yeah. Um, Gus Gould coming through, a bit of a 
thing there. Yeah. <laughs> What's your favourite productivity hack on the farm? Oh, um, I think write a list for the day and, and stick with it. There's, yeah, there's, that's a good. There's a, there's a million things to do on a farm and you'll go do one thing, you'll see another job and you'll stop and do that job and then yep. you'll, before you go to get something for that job, you'll see something else needs to be done and that's just life on the farm. And sometimes you just half-finished a lot of jobs and your day doesn't feel productive where sometimes what I find more recently is I, I write a list on my phone and I'll just attack it top to bottom yep. and if I see something that's, that needs to be done or distracting, I'll write that on tomorrow's list. And, and yeah. But yeah, I, the first year or two I was forever walking past them. Oh, that needs to be done. Then you go and you're like, yeah. oh no, it says that. And, and then you come back in a circle. Yeah, you're not so. doing 20 half jobs and, you, yeah. and you, yeah, so that'd be my, which I'm getting better at, yeah. Yeah, you'll constantly improve on that for sure. Yeah, hopefully. But if you weren't doing what you were doing, you were a footy player now within your own vineyard, what would yeah. you be doing? Yeah, well, I did a teaching degree. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I taught for a couple of years. Um, peer teaching, that's probably what I would be doing. Yeah. Um, not to say that I would have wanted to do it forever, um, but it was very handy to have there, you know, that, that um, period after career, yeah. to the workforce is pretty daunting for a lot of players and that was always I was really fortunate to have that there it took me seven years to, to get and I only taught for two and a half years so yeah. but if I didn't have it there I would have been really lost um, straight out of footy so uh, and look there it's one of those teachings one of those um, jobs where I can pick up pick it back up whenever I want so it's nice to have that security there yeah. and not have to necessarily go and start again in a digging holes or whatever um I can go back to a decent paying job. Um, see that if I didn't fall back into farm, that's probably what I would be doing still. Um, but I always feel like I was um, destined to something else. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know if I would have lasted too much longer in teaching, but um, yeah, it's there. Coming back to your roots. And we've started up the Farmers Book Club. Is there a book that you've read that's stuck by you or something? Do you, do you read books? Yeah, I do read books. Yeah. You mean like, like farming books or, or any no, book? No, any, any book you've read and... Uh, oh, yeah, I, I love good. I love a good novel, yeah. um, a good thriller. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed the, the most recent one that's just turned into a show. Is, is my my like music too? Daisy Jones and the Six. Yeah. It's just been turned into a TV show as well. That's that I'm halfway through. But um, but yeah, really musical and, and I, I enjoy music. So that's probably the most recent one which I actually sat down and I really enjoyed. Um, but yeah, and I've got I've got wine books and stuff that I dive yep. into. Um, and even more so now. Yeah, yep, yeah. yeah, always, yeah, always stuff to read, always learning to do, but but I like getting lost as well in a good novel. Yeah, no, it's good. And before we go, genre of music, what's your go-to? Are you yeah, country yeah. man? Oh, I like country, yeah. yeah. I've got a quite diverse genre. You um, also have your pump-up bloody playlist yeah, as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. You get exposed to a lot of yeah. uh, a lot of music being a footy player, yeah. a, lot of, a lot of rubbish. Yeah. <laughs> but but uh, look, I love always love rock, love yeah. pop. I'm, I'm more recently into back into country. Yeah. Um, and yeah, look, a bit of everything. I, yeah, um, rock, pop, and country are probably probably my three main go-to's. Yeah, beautiful. Well, Daniel, thanks for coming on the farmyard. Pleasure. Yeah. Thanks for listening to this farmyard. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss another episode of the Farmyards podcast, where we go behind the scenes of each guest and see how they operate. Let us know if you know of a fantastic guests to have on the podcast. We'd love to have them on for a good farm yarn. See you next week.